Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Channel F, the show where we pit your favorite Fanbyte staff members against one another in contests of skill and knowledge to win fabulous prizes. I'm your host, Merrick Kay, and let's meet our contestants. Danielle Riando is a 20-mile biking and hiking path extending from Ashland to Central Point in the U.S. state of Oregon. Passing through Talent, Phoenix, and Medford, she roughly parallels Bear Creek, a tributary of the Rogue River. I am so glad to be this path. I actually also definitely thought you were saying like I'm a 20 mile a day biker. And I was like, yeah, kind of, I guess. I, if you count my stationary bike. I mean, people people bike 20 miles a day on you because you're yeah. uh, roads somewhere in Oregon. That's right. That's according me. To, according to this, according to this information that my intern put together. <laughs> um, it's good. But I'm glad it's accurate. Yeah. Uh, Emron Khan is a dental practice management software licensed under the GNU General Public License. He's written in the C-sharp programming language compatible with Microsoft.NET Framework and was first released in 2003. And that's the tooth. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, and last but not least, Michael Hyam is an organic reaction for the oxidation of primary alcohols to aldehydes and secondary alcohols to ketones using Desmartin periodinane. He's named after the American chemist Daniel Benjamin Des and James Cullen Martin, who developed the periodinane reagent in 1983. I, I love alcohol. It's great. Yep. Secondary I, alcohols, primary alcohols. Yep. Uh, optional what's your, alcohols. What's your, primary, what's your primary and secondary alcohols? My primary alcohol is a scotch whiskey that is uh, over $80 a bottle. And Ooh. my secondary is Four loco with caffeine in it. <laughs> wow. So quite there's a, a big There's a yeah, big divide. gulf between those two. Oh, yeah. Listen, I the, the way I grew up, I can be classy and I can be ratchet as fuck. So, uh, you know the vibes. <laughs> Yeah, fuck, fuck me anything in between. What's the point? Yeah, you know, either either go in a in a Lexus or, or go in a, in, um, a, in a Civic hatchback with yeah, yeah. Uh, with a, a spare tire. Yeah, exactly. Nice. You know go big and eventually go home. Yeah. I know about cars. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I hope you all know about cars too, because our first game has nothing to do with them. is called Salute to Supper Mario Broth. And uh, if you don't know, Supper Mario Broth is a website that has been running for years at this point and is run by one man, 
whose name I, I'm not sure of, and I don't know if it is even public, uh, but it's one of the most exhaustive, probably the most exhaustive source of Nintendo and Mario related trivia in the world. And uh, the, what's so special about this site and the, the, tum uh, the Tumblr and the Twitter account is that he goes through such a, an intense verification process to make sure that anything that goes on that site is real. Mm -hmm. So like, there's some truly wild stuff on there that's from like an official magazine that was only published in Germany in the 90s. Um, but it's all official. Um, and uh, so this is the salute to Supper Mario Broth um, for his years of service. And uh, what I went ahead and did was pulled some of his, uh, his tweets and uh, want to ask you about some some Super Mario oddities. Oh, nice! <laughs> and uh, we'll just do the old uh, call out your name to okay. uh, okay. to s if you have the answer. <clears throat> and uh, these might be quite difficult, so we'll see. <laughs> okay. Maybe oh, no one no. will get any of them. That would be bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. Okay. Let's start off with this. Out of the recurring female human characters in the Mario series, only this character regularly has teeth. This affects both official art and in-game models. In the vast majority of cases, female characters simply have no teeth modeled inside their mouth. Imran? Go ahead. Daisy? That is correct. What oh my god! Because she had teeth in her Smash Brothers melee model, which you don't understand. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that is correct. Most female characters in human female characters—they say human female. I am not convinced that any of yeah. these people are human, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. they don't have teeth. Uh, so make of that what you will. How do they eat mushrooms without teeth? You can eat mushrooms without you can teeth. Eat yeah. mushrooms without teeth. You just put it in there and like mash until it's a mush. Also, yeah. Daisy, it's a mush uh, until it's a mush. I see. Yeah. Daisy does. Yeah, it's the room. Your mouth is in many ways a mushroom. You know, it's the room <laughs> where yeah. you mush. Hey. Uh, Daisy also has eyes all over her head, um, at yeah. least in the Super Smash Brothers Melee trophy. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, that if was you well known that there was an eye on the back of her head in that trophy if you zoomed in, but there are actually eyes all over the inside of her oh, head that you can't like actually that. see no. in game. No. She is a bloodborne. She's oh, yeah. yeah, she has eyes on the inside of her head. Damn. Yeah, yeah so basically, bloodborne is a ripoff of melee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the lesson here: uh, true or false? That's not true or false. Don't ignore <laughs> that. That's wrong. <laughs> During the false. 2002 recording of the North American commercial for Mario Party 4, the actor playing this character fell into the pool and needed to be rescued while still inside the mascot suit. According to the costume company, the performer had almost drowned. Danielle. Whoa. Danielle, go ahead. Is this Donkey Kong? I'm afraid not. <sighs> Imran. Go ahead. Yoshi. That is correct. Oh, wow. wow. Uh, yes, there is a picture of a man in a soggy Yoshi costume being uh, rescued from a pool. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, no one was seriously injured. But, um, you know, you got to do it for the art sometimes. If, if someone oh, had damn. died in the making of a commercial for Mario Party 4, would the game have been that much better? I mean, it's impossible yeah. to say. Right. Before the final battle in Super Mario Odyssey, Bowser has various reactions to Mario based on the outfit he is wearing. One of them is the scared reaction, 
which he has to six specific outfits. This suggests that each of them contains some aspect Bowser is scared of. Name one of those outfits. Danielle. Go ahead. The bathing suit outfit. That is correct. That is one of them. Yes. Um, there are a lot more if anyone else wants to jump in. Imran. Go ahead. The skeleton. That is also correct. Nice. Oh, shit. Damn. Uh, eh, Michael, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the fancy suit? Uh, the fancy suit is not one of them, I'm afraid. Oh, damn. Danielle, back it. to you. I want to say one of the desert outfits. But I'm not sure which one. Don't think that is I I I'm I don't cannot accept we can't accept that actually. Oh, I just I heard, uh Emron? Um the Diddy Kong outfit. Incorrect. Oh. Michael, one last chance and then I'll tell you the other four. The um the um, the bathing suit is that the one where you could see Mario's nipples? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Shit. That's the only one I know. <laughs> Damn. Pass. Okay. Well, uh so we did name the beach and skeleton mm-hmm. outfits. Mm-hmm. Bowser is also afraid of the zombie. Oh, the right. clown. Right, right. right the right. gold Mario outfit and the uh, blocky pixel style Mario outfit. Oh, okay. Um so Perhaps Bowser is afraid of his past. Yeah, brings back uh, bad yep. memories, huh? Mm-hmm. And afraid of clowns. So, uh, also afraid of the, maybe possibly the fact that he is attracted to Mario. Yep. Uh, oh. With that yep. shirt on. So. That's yeah. gay panic Bowser right there. Yeah. Gay panic Bowser. <laughs> yep. Yep. So That's long, it. gay Bowser, indeed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of the King of Koopas, when choosing Bowser's Japanese name, Shigeru Miyamoto was determined to name him after a Korean dish. While he eventually settled on Koopa, according to a 2000 interview, he also considered naming him after these two Korean dishes. Michael. Go ahead. Uh, Tokboki. That is incorrect. Damn. Name, basically name a Korean dish. Imran. Go ahead. Bibimbap? That is correct. Nice. He was possibly going to be named Bibimba. Nice. Uh, there nice. is one more, though, if anyone else wants to uh, take a shot. Michael. Mm-hmm. Bulgogi. Uh, I'm afraid not. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Today ain't my day. I know. I'm sorry. The answer is uh, yuko, uh, which is a uh, raw meat dish that is most commonly made out of beef. So Bowser was originally going to be called either yuke or bibimba. Ah. Uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right, a few more. The Japanese name for Toad is Kinopio, usually assumed to be a pun on this famous children's book character. Oh, I've got nothing. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, it's a pun on the name of a uh, ch- famous children's book character. May I ask a clarifying question? Yes. Is this like a worldwide famous? Yes. Danielle. I hope. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. Danielle, you have to edge on the toad voice, I feel like. Waldo! <laughs> Wait, so did you say Waldo? Yes, from where is Waldo? Oh, I'm afraid that's incorrect. Kinopio. Uh, oh, uh, Michael. Oh. Michael, go ahead. Pinocchio. That is correct. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Okay. All uh, right. I'm not sure what the pun is. Um, I guess it's just <laughs> they sort of moved his name around, or pro- probably it is a pun in Japanese. Um, but uh, it's yeah, because he's useless and is not a real boy. Wow, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. he lies no a lot. If, he does. 
and maybe has a hat, maybe doesn't, unclear. <laughs> Tetris Attack is a Yoshi-themed puzzle game. Alexei Pajitnov, the creator of the original Tetris, did work on a Yoshi-themed puzzle game, but ironically, it wasn't Tetris Attack. Instead, he designed the puzzles for the Super Nintendo version of this game. Danielle. Go ahead. Yoshi's Cookie. That is correct. Wow. Yeah. Deep cut. Yeah. Real fast. Last question. <laughs> Human DNA has an information storage <laughs> capacity that very neatly fits the size of this Nintendo console's games. Imran. Go ahead. GameCube. That is correct. Oh, my God. I was going to finish by saying, thus, it would be possible with gene editing technology to store a copy of a game for this console inside the human genome. Wow. So you what could the theoretically fuck? fit Super Mario Sunshine inside human DNA. Hell yeah. gigabytes of yes. Oh Cube my disc. God. Hell yeah. Embed uh, me with the best 3D Mario. <laughs> That's, you know, everyone's talking about games preservation and stuff, but what if we just put the video games into people's DNA and then they yeah. would naturally be passed on as we long as people boof, kept having just, kids? Yeah, just boof the, boof the games. <laughs> that, would make, that would make Twitter better for sure. Yeah. yeah. L- yeah licking Switch cartridges is step one. You just got to, you got to put it inside you. <laughs> okay, I mean, we could do, you know, IV might be simpler or just a mm. pill, but um, yeah, we got to get CRISPR up and running so that we can uh, we can make human GameCube hybrids. <laughs> oh uh, real, real quick, going back yeah. to a previous question, um, in Japanese, mushroom is kinoko. Oh. oh. So, okay. kinopio. Like, yeah. Pe- like, yeah, like mushroom boy. Yeah. Or, All right. Yeah. That's cute. That's cute. That makes sense. That's yeah. good. Um, so that was our salute to Super Mario Broth. Uh, if you have never checked this site out, then I encourage you to do that. You can also go to patreon.com slash Super Mario Broth. Uh, that is Super Mario Broth. Uh, and uh, there's all kinds of patron-only stuff there, too. We're not being sponsored by him or anything. I just wanted to shout him out. Yeah. Well, we are going to move on to staff picks, but before we do, uh, here's a quick message from, uh, I'm going to say, legalized gambling in New York State. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We're back uh, after that message, and um, here we are at the port of port of the show. The port. Um, I'm on starboard. Okay. Um, yeah. Nice. Well, it, it's important to maintain balance on a podcast. Yeah. It's like a sail ship, a sail ship, sailing mm-hmm. boat, sailing ship. The sail ship. Yeah. The sail ship. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, where you when you turn, you have to. Um, a bunch of people have to get up on the other side and tack, uh, and it's really scary because the boat turns nearly 90 degrees. Um, but you have to do that so that the boat doesn't flip over. 
sailboats are really stupid. I don't know if anyone <laughs> said this before, but they're a really dumb idea. Um, beyond a certain size, like rafts and stuff with sails on them, sure. But those big sailboats, no. Uh, so, yeah, this is the part of the show where we actually talk about video games. Um, and we talk about the games that our players have been playing. So, uh, Danielle. Yeah. Why don't we start with you? What have you been up to lately? For once in my life, not really once in my life, but for once in the last two years, I'm actually playing like the big new game that people are talking about and playing and doing stuff with. And I'm sure Imran will have probably more and more intelligent things to say about it. But I just want to say I'm playing Elden Ring. I'm playing the big, big game game. uh, And I'm actually really having fun with it, despite the fact that I am like the world's I won't, I won't say the actual worst because there are people who have never actually held a controller in their hands and they would probably be worse at it than me. But I'm extremely, extremely not good at this game. Uh, and, you know, I haven't played a Soulsborne since 2016. Like I played most of Dark Souls 3. So really wasn't expecting, uh, you know, to get very far. <laughs> and I did have trouble on like the baby tutorial boss that is probably just going to be a normal enemy in five minutes kind of thing. Um, but it is really pretty. It's really weird. And that's the thing that made me finally actually download it. I sort of, you know, I wrote a tiny thing about watching Steven play it because they had, uh, you know, code early and had, you know, uh, just obviously showing other folks on staff in the discord, like some of their early playthrough. And that was really fun. And I thought that was really sweet. And I was like, no, this game is really weird. This is a weird game for weirdos. I think I might actually enjoy this if I can at least play parts of it. I don't expect to be able to <laughs> to beat it by any means. That's the means. secret about these games. <laughs> they've been for weirdos the whole time. No, I yeah. know. I loved Bloodborne. Like, I actually yeah. really love Bloodborne. That's the only one I've gotten all the way through uh, because it was so weird. And that's what kept me in it even when I was incredibly frustrated because I'm just not, like, I'm not, I'm just not a precise player of combat in games. I'm just not. I'd rather jump on things or whatever uh, weird thing I'd rather do or make the enemies fight each other because that's why I like immersive sims so much. I can just, you know, set things on fire using some contraption or something. But it's worth it right now to get through the fact that it's a very, very difficult, obviously, game. And I know this one is supposedly a lot more accessible. There is, like, pretty nice and easy fast travel, which I've been enjoying. Uh, Running away, for example, from a bunch of bears in a forest uh, until I'm finally far enough from them that I can fast travel. That's a beautiful coward tactic that I've been using to, like, survive at least for a few minutes at a time. But yeah, it's, it's like this big, beautiful, weird world that I'm excited to explore and the fact that you can travel a lot, the fact that you can get around a lot, and the fact that you can basically run around and actually do some open-worldy things uh, makes me feel like I, I will probably stick with this longer than I've stuck with other games like it. I'm just—the only thing I'm worried about is that my patience will just run out mm. way before I'm, like, any amount into the game. I'm only, like, two hours in right now. I really am just in Lingrave, just running around, just fucking around <laughs> at this point. <laughs> But yeah, I'll let I've, other I've people talk people, about this game yeah. more intelligently. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sort of fucking around in her. Right I, I was going to say, Danielle, I've talked to people already who have been, they spent up to level 50, basically just in Lim, Limgrave. Oh, wow. Before they went and fought the first boss. Holy shit, really? Goddamn. That's amazing. That might be what I do just so I can fight the first boss, <laughs> to be honest with you. Like, there's the thing, I... <laughs> It wasn't yeah. until I watched Merritt stream it last week that I realized there's a whole island 
or peninsula mm-hmm. to the south of Linway. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, where is this? What, oh shit, really? I, ju- like, so, I just cleared that place right now. Yeah, like I went nice. there as I was like, I was maybe a little 50 or something around that time and I was just tearing through everything because you're not supposed to be there at that time. It's, it's meant but, for babies, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah. it's still like a very, I don't, I've been watching my partner play as well because she also has the game and I'd be like, oh yeah, there's no way in that tower. I've looked all over and then she just finds it. I'm like, oh. I guess there was just a door that I didn't see ever. And that's, that is this game in a nutshell is mm-hmm. I, I've looked all over this place. I've seen, I've seen everything there is to see about it. Oh wait, here's a bunch of new stuff. I've just never seen. Oh my God. Yeah. Steven said they're what? 124 hours into the game and there's still areas of the map. They are finding like that's yes. wild and amazing. And that's actually very cool in, in the way that, this is meant to be that player experience, right? This is meant mm-hmm. to actually be very open and have a lot of running around and have a lot of falling into things and exploring. So I'm all for it. I, I normally think games should be, you know, two hours. <laughs> but, like, this this is the use case for a very large game, for sure. Yeah, it's, it is, I think... The, the the thing that runs through my mind as I'm playing it is, wow, an open world that doesn't repeat things. It's yeah. weird no one's done this before. <laughs> that it's just, yeah. that like, what if we just made an open world that like always had something interesting? And like the actual reason we don't do that is because it seems like a lot of work. But like, <laughs> yeah. Steve, you mentioned like, because Steven and I talk to each other all the, like through this game over and over. <laughs> We've been sending DMs constantly. We would do Monday, literally Monday morning quarterbacking today where... <laughs> The 30 minutes before our Monday morning meeting, we just were talking about various things we did over the weekend, despite talking during the weekend constantly on Discord about things we were doing. And, like, it's so fascinating that neither of us are really doing the same thing, and yet we keep messing each other, messaging each other going... Our map just got bigger. Why is it, why does it keep getting bigger? How does this game exist? Neither of us understands how like there's always something new to find around the corner even though that doesn't make any sense from a game design perspective. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's That's very it's cool. real I also thought about how I mean we I I was at your place uh, a couple of days ago Imran, you showed me you pulled up the map and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" cuz I was cuz I'm like <laughs> I'm on like 15 hours in, so I'm like very early and I'm looking at that. I'm like, okay, uh, I'm, I guess I'm almost done with Limgrave. I guess there's uh, some surrounding areas uh, because this, maybe this map doesn't look all that big. You pulled yours up. I'm like, there, yo, what the, I didn't, yo, I didn't know that they were going to go this hard on designing a map that looks, uh, that that's so expansive and different. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm like, I saw that shit and no, no lie. I was intimidated. I was like, yo, maybe now is not the time for me to be playing Elden Ring, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. the, yeah, I think I was, I was really close to dropping it last night. I was like, maybe I'll come back to this later in the year. I don't think I'm in the right headspace. Mm. Um, and then I finally beat uh Margit. And then I think that was a moment where, uh, then I started exploring uh Stormville castle and I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Now I get it. I think I I think I'm because then once you make it to at least for me when I when I made Stormvale Castle I was like oh, okay now I'm back in Souls mode where this reminds me of playing Demon Souls uh, last year or in uh, 2020 where okay now that I found a place to explore now I can get back into like the dungeon the dungeon crawling mode uh, rather than like wandering around the open world hoping to find something um, 
So I think that that balance, that mix of discovering something and then focusing on this one thing, finishing it, and then the world opens up again. Uh, it's just like, uh, it's, it's a really different kind of pace that I think it's hard to kind of see from it. Like if you're, if you're not playing the game, it's, it's a little hard to understand what that feels like. Uh, and I think that's what, if you're not playing Elden Ring, I think a lot of people get hung up on that idea. Cause when you, when you try to explain to somebody, they're like, that sounds like every other video game. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but there's just something very imposing and very, uh, like discover driven discovery driven where it your experience really feels like your own yeah it's funny because like so i tweeted a video last night of like barely beating a boss where literally they we hit this exact same time and they almost killed me i when i woke up this morning i got a dm from a guides editor from a pretty major site being like I put 150 hours in the game. Who the fuck is that boss? It's like, I had to tell them. And it's like, I told them based on a thing that like what Steven told me of how to get there. It's a thing you would never figure out, except you would figure it out because there's one NPC who gives you that hint that I've never seen. Steven only found them over the weekend, but like you're supposed to find them even before you fight Margit because then they make Margit easier. So the whole thing is like, it's real strange. Like not, not even, strange it's just massive it's massive and it's intimidating in a way that like even me who's 70 hours into this game is still going jesus christ how is this still getting bigger yeah. how is there still more how is there still more i just haven't seen like a couple of days ago i came across like a windmill and there was a bunch of old ladies just dancing in front of it and yes! i walked up to it and then like <laughs> then like some bodies that got up from the ground and started exploding. Oh, the old yeah. ladies were still dancing. And I showed you this, Michael. I showed yeah, you like yeah. how weird and fucked up this place is. I don't know what's up with it. I'm still not ready to deal with it yet. I'm some, not some real I'm, midsummer shit out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what to go. Like, yeah. I, and another thing too is like, yo, my, since this game came out, my Twitter timeline is, I swear to God, it's nothing but Elden Ring. It's Elden Ring 24 <laughs> seven. Like people I didn't even know would be interested in this game are tweeting about it and i it's obviously because they everyone's experience is different uh there's like i horizon zero dawn is by all accounts is a great game but that game doesn't necessarily need to be talked about unless you feel strongly about an aspect of the game elden ring is it, it here's this mostly single player experience that is essentially going viral on in the discourse and on people's timelines because uh, everything's such a mystery and it, it's, it's so weird. I almost feel like from software knew this in advance. We're like, yo, we're of one, like not uh, souls games never really gave you a quest log, but you kind of knew what to do, where to go. in uh, in most of those games, uh, but here's like by virtue of being an open world and being so dense that everyone's going to be talking about, it. I bet they're sitting back watching everyone talk about it, like, <laughs> that's right. Everyone's talking about our fucking game because we didn't tell you about anything that you should be doing in it so y'all can figure it out and it's just it's i feel like that was by design and i think it's really smart and it's uh i'm surprised by how many people have not dropped it because of how uh intimidating it can be but it's part of the i guess the genius design of making a a souls like game in an open world uh it's just wild man i want to ask do either of you have a sense of how long it actually took to develop. No uh, 
I started hearing rumors about the game in 2018. Okay. That's not so, that long for how big this is. Holy shit. Yeah, it's not. Uh, and like, it probably it probably started like a year or so before that. Sure, like, sure. Back then, the rumors I was hearing is like, oh, From Software is doing a George R. R. Martin collaboration. Oh, I, right. That was the, the thing at the time. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so like, I, I have to assume... Sekiro was probably just like a not necessarily like a side project, but like not their main focus. This mm. seemed like it. This seems like it involves all of From Software in a way that's almost identifiable to the point where like I was talking to uh, Matt came from IGN today on Twitter, and we were saying like there's parts of this game where you can tell like oh this is the Dark Souls two designers like they mm. made this part because this feels identifiable as Dark Souls two kind of thing. So like that this must have been this entire team, which is not small. I want to say they're like. 250, 300 people, like all working on this game for likely around five years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that makes sense. It's just, it's really unbelievable to me. Not unbelievable, but really astounding, I suppose, is the, the way I should put it for yeah. how yeah. <laughs> how handcrafted every aspect of this feels. The, yeah. It's the anti-theme park design sort of, or not theme park, the, sorry. I know this is like bad shorthand, but the sort of Ubisoft open world theme park design dealio mm-hmm. where there are a lot of things copied and pasted and it's not to say those games are not well designed but this I'll say really it. feels <laughs> yeah, gotcha yeah. yeah I just I haven't played one of those in so long that I don't feel confident saying it that's that's the real reason here it's like mm-hmm. based yeah. on my experience the last Far Cry I played was four etc etc um, okay yeah it's, it's does, astounding it, it, it does that <laughs> thing of like what Breath of the Wild did of like Okay, don't worry about pacing. Make your own pacing. Yeah. Like if you don't yeah. want to do this, go somewhere else. Do something else. I, I just Stephen and I both discovered over the weekend or a little over the last week the part that I was banging my head uh, like against for the last like review period mm. was kind of like end game, and I should have just taken the hint and been like, no, just go somewhere else and do something else. Like, but also I. I like that that's part of my journey for this game is that I decided to, no, I am going to just keep going through this area and I'm going to, when I do find something I just can't handle, just run past it and figure out what the next thing is <laughs> and get stronger there. And then I do go to the, like the earlier areas and I do tear through those. And I think like a lot of people are going to have their own journey through this game. Yeah. And I think that's like Breath of the Wild, the, the lasting legacy of it is going to be Elden Ring just kind of gave you the tools to do what you want and let, told you to figure it out. And I, that's like, again, it seems like such a simple concept that it's weird no one's hit on it before now. Yeah, <laughs> damn. It's, uh, if, if it sucks, hit the bricks, the video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the, the other thing, too, when you were talking about like development cycles is that it, it's, it's really, it, it's, uh, I think a lot about uh, games being afraid of players missing certain things. Like, I feel like, especially for open world games, they want you at least to show you that there's something somewhere. They, they don't want content to be missed. And mm-hmm. Elden Ring and From Software are so bold in that there are aspects of this game that are obviously very, very, like, seem like there's a lot of work and care and put into a certain piece of that world that maybe, like, most players are probably not going to see. Um, and like, I think, I think about that a lot where I, uh, like in the things that I do, I want to make sure that people fully understand I'm not misunderstood or some, someone didn't miss something about something I did. And <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just, I think that that's, that's really wild that 
You know, someone yeah. could put a hundred hours into something and not see such a significant piece of the game, like miss a, a miss a boss that might be the best boss in the game, or mm. a, like a castle that is like one of the best designed dungeons, and they might not ever see it. And yeah. uh, from software, just like I don't know, fucking maybe like half the people who play this game will see it. Who cares? Like, there's a whole bunch of other shit. It's uh, it it it, it really it, it also kind of speaks to what we ex- what we've been conditioned to expect from games. Uh, in many ways where we expect to see everything uh, or be shown uh, everything. And like, I, I also think that the, the popularity of Elden Ring also speaks to how much players want to, uh, or how, how much of a desire there has been to have a game that uh, doesn't hold your hand, um, that uh, lets you be free and tell, doesn't tell you anything. And, uh, doesn't mark waypoints like it doesn't tell you like okay this is your next objective this is your this is the critical path or whatever um i think people a lot of a lot of a lot of capital g gamers uh may have been looking for that and didn't even know it until from software mm-hmm. came through and said yo this is the hype of shit but also it's the hardest shit you probably play in a long time so um <laughs> damn man I really feel like Starfield is going to feel old like mm-hmm. when we get to that game yeah. it's going to be huh. like oh we're we're doing this again huh yeah um it's funny to think that that like, oh, this is the the discourse always with FromSoft is like, oh, it's so hard, it's so hard, and like, yeah, there are parts where you need precise timing, and also, yeah, just memorizing patterns and stuff can be really difficult. But I think a lot of the difficulty or perceived difficulty in these and in something like Elden Ring comes from the ways that it just refuses modern design conventions. It just says like. Yeah, okay, we will give you a map and like you can put waypoints down, um, but you don't have a, a log of like people you've met or like stuff to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. yeah. Um, you like there's no like glowing arrows pointing you around. And um, in some games, like those things make sense, but here it's like, oh, it's just like it's I mean, this is kind of a trite comparison and one that a lot of people have made with Dark Souls, but uh it's kind of like the old Zelda games. Um like sure, the original yeah. Legend of Zelda, where you're just kind of like wandering around, hitting stuff with <laughs> yeah. your sword. And like, oh, I set some a bush on fire and now there's a stairs under there? Cool. And then you tell your friend about that. Uh, and that's how you figure stuff out. So it's cool for me to be in on like the ground floor of one of these because mm. it's the mm-hmm. first time I have them. And uh, I really do. Yeah. I, I feel like that the, the log kind of idea you mentioned would have made this game a lot worse. Not because yeah. like, oh, it's better than it's hard, like hard to find. It's that... The act of discovery yeah. should feel free form. Right, like, right. one, one example is that I was talking to, to Steven again in DMs today about an NPC. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've been following their quest. And like we, we kind of talked after this boss and all that. And Steven was like, oh, yeah, he, he and I engaged in a conspiracy to kill God. I'm like, what? <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> like, that, that, is not, uh, that was earlier in the quest than where I am. You can go in a, if you talk to a different character uh-huh. that turns out they're related, and then you can keep engaged, like, go in a different direction with that NPC quest. And it's like so, it's so interesting to be able to exchange these, this information. Yeah. I, like, right now, there is probably a lot of Ellen Ring information on Wikia, and I'm doing my best not to look it up. Yeah. I just, there's some stuff I do check in, like, hey, does this sword upgrade? Does this stuff like this? But for the most part, I want to be like, okay, I don't know exactly where this NPC quest goes. I don't want to find out. I want to try and follow it out through, follow through as best I can. Yeah. Yeah. A traditional. Think, um, but- as someone who has played um, not a lot, but like, you know, some visual novels, I, I think 
there's more of an expectation on the part of the developer in those games that like, okay, most not everything I write here is going to get seen by players, right? Yeah. Um, and there's like a certain amount of comfort with that. And then like, there's a certain amount of comfort like as a player playing that too, I think. I mean, some people who play those will just like try to 100% get every ending and stuff. But um, it's like deliberately like not poking at the edges of the box kind of, or of the yeah. simulation and just being like, I'm just gonna like wander around and like have the knowledge that there is all this weird stuff out there. And that's that's kind of how I felt about Breath of the Wild for the first few hours of it. And then when I started to realize like, oh, every secret is just like a Korok seed or a temple, mm-hmm. it like lost a little bit of that luster. I mean, it's still a really satisfying game to play, but I haven't hit that point yet in Elden Ring, even though I played it for eight hours on Friday, <laughs> eight hours in a <laughs> row on stream. Um, <laughs> yeah. And if I'm real, I'll probably be streaming it until August at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited to like stream with you, Merit, and be like, I've never seen this thing yeah. before. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The last thing I'll say is that uh, I think like if you had a traditional quest log, I think this is what Imran, also Imran, what you were saying, is that a traditional quest log would gamify the aspects. Like it would almost encourage players to think that, oh, this is what you're supposed to do. Um, that's totally not the design of the game. So the ha- not having a quest log is a blessing in disguise. Also, the real quest log is the friends we made along the way. Yeah. I'm not literally. Yeah. I'm literally not in one case. Yes. yes. <laughs> like everyone on Twitter is talking about different aspects of Elden Ring. And then we've all probably played the same amount or close to the same amount. Um, so, uh, yeah, y'all are my, uh, quest log. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's supposed to be like something sweet. <laughs> I just like, I am using y'all's knowledge. <laughs> no, that, can- honestly, it's go. great. Yeah. In conclusion, the only other game where I've been able to summon a jellyfish friend to help me is Pokemon <gasps> Black. So, uh, this is, is pretty good. Oh, I'm sure there are other ones, but I'm currently walking around with a jellyfish head as a shield. No. And it's fantastic. Yeah, oh, that's it looks great. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. It's wow. beautiful. Well, um, if you want to follow the adventures of your Uncle Clambros, who is the character that we sort of developed for uh, my playthrough of Elden Ring, you can do that on Twitch at twitch.tv slash fanbyte. And uh, we stream going back to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 5.30 Eastern. So um, check that out. The VODs will go up on the Fanbyte VOD YouTube but um, yeah, hope to see you there. I think I think we're all just playing Elden Rings this week. So do we want to just move on? Or <laughs> yeah. uh, I um, I got one thing I want to add. Yeah, please. Oh, oh. Have you all heard of a game called Babylon's Fall? Only oh, because boy. of uh, you. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when this was announced, and I was like, "Oh, Platinum's making a looter. That seems cool." And the response was uniformly like, "This looks fucking awful." And uh, apparently, everyone Babylon's, was right. Babylon's awful. <laughs> oh, Babylon's fall. It. Let me. Uh, Babylon's awful. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. Babylon's okay. falling off. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Wait. 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 So, wait. 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 What is it about looter games with fall in the title? That uh, you, you makes don't them want terrible. You don't want your gear score to fall. <laughs> god fall. Yeah. Uh, mm. Babylon's fall. Yeah, it's a cursed fall, name. Fall guys, the, no. 
your your disappointment with this game, Michael actually has a bit of history with me too. Yeah, fuck you, Imran. <laughs> fuck it, so, fuck Imran Khan. One thousand percent. Fuck that guy. So wait, this game was revealed like three years ago at like a state of play, and it looked very different then. It looked like a kind of near style game, and it made sense because Platinum, you know, making it, Square Enix publishing it. I had heard through a grapevine that at some point Square Enix had much bigger plans for this game and it was going to be like a single-player narrative title. Again, very similar to Nier. I expressed this to Michael at some point, which got <laughs> Michael very, very hyped up. Michael, which, you know, that's usually fine. Sometimes we say things that, like, you know, don't pan out. The problem with this is that <laughs> Michael was hosting the official E3 show. And Michael was like, yeah. That last fall looks, is going to be great. I like. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> then they showed the thing, and then you could see his face fall in a way that, like, <laughs> his face Babylon fall in a way that I've not seen disappointed on anyone else. Like, I still kind of feel bad about it. Oh yeah, you should. You should. Um, <laughs> no, it was hella funny though because because yeah, like you said, Babylon's fall was revealed in 2018, and no one really knew what it was. I knew that Atsushi Inaba was uh, directing it. And who has a great history with Platinum Games. I'm like, holy shit, yo. And then, yeah, and then you kind of told me, he's like, yo, I think this might be something, you know, near related or near adjacent, something close to that. And obviously for both Imran and I, like near Automata and near Replicant are games that mean a lot to us. So to think of something that might be mysterious and then connect its way back to uh, like near and Drakengard would is, is like that's super hyped up and for me i'm like oh they're gonna showcase it at e3 they're gonna make a big deal about this thing that we kind of still think is niche that means something to us like that would be a huge deal and then so for me when i was on the e3 state uh like the hosting e3 i was telling everyone on the panels i was like yo yo yo, yo watch watch this shit this shit's gonna be fire check it out <laughs> like no one knows what this is but trust me trust me and then um it was just the most m- the wildest thing to see like hey it's a it's a game as a service check it out that that looks like shit yeah it, it like <laughs> they changed the art style so it looks like shit now yeah it it, it looks it looks uh. uh it looks nothing like what was revealed in 2018 um so and then uh yeah like uh the we did the the post uh the post press conference panel uh, or the yeah the the post show for Square Enix presentation and Golden Boy was just sitting there like he was holding my hand he was like hey dog like listen it's all right man it's all right <laughs> we all take L's and I was just like I was I like I was sweating because I was so embarrassed <laughs> and now now I'm I'm embarrassed in a new way but not it's the not for me uh, this I played it the demo's out so broader context the demo's out on, if you have a, if you're on PlayStation. You can try it out, and it is what I will say is that it feels like the most unfinished thing ever in the world, and it comes out this week. Oof! It is Boy, that's rough. Yeah. It fe- it feels like a game that it feels like a a pr- like a like a tech demo for a game that would have come out ten years ago. Yeah, and Square Enix is not really attempting to get people to cover it really like they've barely Um, even told us about it yeah and shit i don't know like this yeah that i've gotten more emails about stranger i've gotten more emails about jacobo racing hell yeah which is also coming out in a couple weeks than i have this game uh yeah so that's your uh that's your babylon's fall coverage uh from fanbyte.com we might get code at some point if we don't who cares Mm. but like we'll 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 see hate to see it. it yeah so uh (laughs) yeah 
Well, um, that's a bummer. <laughs> uh, oh. I'm sorry, everyone. No. We're bringing down no, the mood. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Look, just more time it for happens. Elden Ring. Yes. It happens. It's, fu- yeah. it's fine when yeah. the games are it's bad. Fine. Mm-hmm. Games, it's fine for bad games to come out because then you, yeah. you don't have to play them. Yep. Uh, and then in, in 15 years, you can go back to them. Well, maybe not this one because it's a live service game. <laughs> wow. Um, no one's, there's not going to be any critical reappraisal of games in the future anymore because you won't be able to play them. Or there will be people. <laughs> oh, people no. will be like, oh, it was so good. You had to be there. Wow. Uh, you had to be there grinding out XP and Destiny, man. It's so cool. Yeah, that, uh, I, I've thought about that with like the vaulted Destiny content of like, oh yeah, I should play Destiny. But like, what if that stuff I miss is really good? What if I miss the best part of Destiny? You didn't. <laughs> best <laughs> part of Destiny is always either, uh, is always uh, next season. Mm. Um, that's sort of perennially the, the the best part is it's it, we're just getting started. It's next season. It's going to be crazy. But to be real though, this, the latest expansion, Witch Queen, is pretty dope. Damn. Yeah. I still I still need to hop on that. Uh, Colin is blowing up my DMs, <laughs> saying, "Yo, we got to play Destiny Two. Destiny Two. Yeah. And he, he like he put a genuine effort into showing me like uh d- like giving me an onboarding process that the game does wow. not have. And I, I I've I'm an OG D1 player, and I, yeah. I I do like Destiny a lot. I just uh, it's overwhelming, but okay. Uh, what Witch do you Queen, need to know? Um, Oryx is dead. You know Oryx? I've heard about Oryx. <laughs> he was the Taken King. Okay, you know? yeah, Taken, oh, Taken yeah. King was okay. lit. Yeah, Taken he's King. dead. Um, and then his sisters are causing problems. Savathun died and became a guardian. Oh um, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's right. evil. Yeah, and, and a question mark and a moth. Mm-hmm. Uh, question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, oh, yeah, and the Cabal are on our side now. Sick, I'm in. I've, yeah. Yo, I'm re- I remember this, We're, we're hanging with cabal. the space rhinos. Yeah. Holy shit, I killed so uh, many of them motherfuckers. I'm yeah, surprised they, yeah. want, they, they fuck with us now. <laughs> uh, and the Fallen, too, so that's cool. Oh, wow. Um, that's my Destiny update. Thank you. Uh, let's uh, let's move on. Let's do one more, uh, one more little game before we go. This one's a little more freeform. Yeah. Uh, I call this one uh, Pro Tips. Tips from the uh, the old GamePro magazine when they would be like, pro tip, <laughs> press down and B to do a spin dash. <laughs> uh, no, they're all great folks there. We love them all. Uh, Scary Terry, uh, D- D- Dynamite Dan, all uh, those guys. Dynamite they Dan? Always, oh. They always had funny names and little picture drawings of them, you know? Uh, all the characters. Of, uh, I was more of an EGM. Well, EGM, you know how EGM had like Sushi X or like a couple people yeah. like that? Imagine if just like everyone in the company was just like a little cartoon man, like themed after like a G.I. Joe or something. <laughs> we should do that yeah. for one year at Fanbyte. We Let's should. Just not use our names. Let's Honestly. Like cool nicknames. Dead yeah. Dead. Um, <laughs> Joey Chip. Um, uh, yeah. So um, what I want you all to do um, is to uh, give me tips and uh these could be tips about a game or just in general um and i you're going to have five seconds each to Whoa. tell me a tip 
about mm-hmm. something. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a few seconds while I'm talking now to sort of maybe come up with some tips. And these, again, can be about anything, but if they aren't a real tip, then you won't get any points. Um, a real tip in life or a real tip about a video game? Uh, a real tip, uh, if it's like press B to jump, that's not a good tip. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it is. It, it entirely depends on oh, my okay. whims, on okay. the, the cruel whims of fate, um, <laughs> which is me. So, um, Danielle, give me a tip. Yeah, so when you're finishing a triangle choke, you want to really just, like, clench your legs real tight, and that's that's how they're going to pass out real fast. All right, that's great. I'll give you a point for that one. Emron? Uh, in a video game, if you side with the cops, then no one will ever date you. Mm. Wow. That is, <laughs> that's powerful. That's a powerful idea. I'll give you a point for that. Michael? Um, if you're having trouble opening your can of edibles, uh, use a butter knife to stick it, wedge it in there, and then you can wow, uh, create an great. opening and nice. then twist it, and then you oh, can open it. Oh, over five seconds, but that's great. Danielle? Yeah, so when you're when you're really dashing and you're spin dashing, you want to make sure you get a real good charge in there. You gotta go, vroom, 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 okay, and then you go. We're out of time, unfortunately. Uh, that uh. is, oh, you have five seconds. Uh, Emron, go. If you need to open pasta sauce, just put a knife in the top, and it'll just break the seal. Okay, That's well, I do feel death. like that is sort of just a. Dir- uh, <laughs> 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 I do feel like that kind of it's just. No, I mean literally just stab a knife. The top. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, okay fine. Stab. Um, Michael, go ahead. Uh, if if you if your your frozen dumplings are uh, have freezer burn, just boil them. Great, 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 Danielle. If you find that you're running out of bar soap really fast, uh, you can just put the shreds together to make one big Frankenstein soap. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true, Emron. Never let YouTube autoplay, otherwise you're gonna end up on Nazi shit. Ooh, Ooh. that's a good tip. Oh. That's a good tip, Michael. Uh, keep a keep a Google Doc open of all your subscriptions, and uh, because there's like ten penal sites I've subscribed to that I need that's to a great, uh, unsubscribe That's from. a great tip. That's yeah. such a great tip, uh, mm-hmm. Danielle. Yeah, uh, make sure that you have baggies if you have a dog before you go out. Good tip. Good dog tip. Mm-hmm. I'm Ron. If you go to E3, plan to eat more than just meat dumped on fries. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect tip. Great tip, Michael. Uh, sleep. Don't drink too much coffee. Sleep instead. Always sleep instead. Uh, that's a great tip. That is yeah. a perfect tip for life for everyone. Yeah. We can all yeah. enjoy that tip, Danielle. Uh, take vitamins. Uh, I, I use a one-a-day women's, but whatever is appropriate for you. Great tip, Emra. If you can avoid it, never work for GameStop. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good tip. Uh, Michael? Uh, get yourself a gooseneck bedside mount, and you'll never leave the bed because you can just play Switch looking up at your oh, screen all day. That does contradict your other tip about sleeping because oh. if you're playing Switch in bed, you're not going to be sleeping. But I will give you that point. Thank you. Uh, Danielle? Yeah, when you're applying a tourniquet, you want it high and tight, at least two inches above the wound. Wow. Very specific, uh, mm-hmm. but useful knowledge. Emron? Uh, when you're using your Wii, make sure there's five feet of distance around you. Oh, that's so important. Whoa, you gotta wow. do that. Make sure you're wearing that wrist wrap too. Uh, and Michael, last one. Fuck. Oh shit. Uh, damn. Uh, I don't have anything. I'm afraid anymore. you're out of time. Fuck. <laughs> oh shit. Oh damn. Uh, and we're gonna check with our judges and. Um, no, fuck, oh, shit, oh, damn is not a tip. Oh. We are accepting for this one, God damn unfortunately. Uh, those were great tips, though, everybody. So awesome. thank you. Um, good job. Th- I, that subscription one is really good. I should do that. Yeah, yeah, de- yeah. definitely track uh, what I, like, an expansion of that. Track what day it's going to renew. That is oh, the number, that's actually the yeah. number one thing. Like, the only reason I do it is to track when it's going to renew. Um, so, yeah. you know, if you, if you um, because that shit, can add up and I'm still paying for HBO max 
And I only mm. wanted I so basically at this point I paid forty five dollars to watch Matrix Matrix Resurrections. I'm oh, glad that I liked shit. it. I watched. <laughs> I paid for Funimation for a year because I wanted to watch three episodes of Dragon Ball Super. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I, uh, yeah, I signed up for Skillshare because I was like, I'm just going to do a few things on here in the free month, and then uh, the free month ended. And uh, it's not month by month though. It's so I paid for the whole year in advance now, and I'm like, well. Now they got me. Now I got to learn how to they're, do a they bunch got, of stuff. You're gotta in learn. now. I got to uh, learn how to play the piano. I got to learn to speak Japanese. I got to learn how to crochet. It's like, it's, a, it's, it's over pressure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot you of You got to do all these like incredibly enriching things that will be great for your life. Yeah. I've got to do all these great things that I'm going <laughs> to learn and, and feel better about myself and develop hobbies <laughs> and skills. And it's going to be so fucking awful. Um, <laughs> what are, what are like, I, I have a tip, um, which is that, um, sort of a, a general tip, but uh, it's called Find the Dull Razors, by which I mean, um, mm. I, uh, uh, a while ago I was like, oh man, I really hate shaving my legs. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. damn, this could probably be easier. And then I was like, oh, maybe if I wasn't using shitty shaving cream and uh, a shitty razor. And I was like, wow, that's a really small expenditure of energy that I could spend to make my life much easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got like this incredible shaving stuff that I'm not going to say the name of the brand because they're not paying me. Um, <laughs> but it's like leagues of difference. And the amount of money and time that it costs to do that thing is so small. And so yeah. there's like all these inefficiencies you know, in my life and probably in most people's lives that if you just sit down and think about them, it's like, they're all really little, but they add up, you know, and they'll change, they'll change a lot of stuff. You change little things and that's going to change your life. Wow. Yeah. I really, it's such a good name for it too. It's like, you have a whole story for it, but also it's so evocative, like dull razor, like evocative right there. You you just get it. it. Just hits you. Yeah. Yeah. I I might pivot to becoming like a a self-help YouTuber or something. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of that stuff. They give you a lot of tips. So that was sort of the other inspiration for- uh, Do that do in it. Elden Ring right there. That's yeah. a stream, you know? That's true. <laughs> Call it life coaching, but sell the coaching with a K. Oh, wow. Oh, that's wow. good. Is that anything? That's good. <laughs> that's like Mortal Kombat rules. Um, well, that's folks, good. that brings us to the end of <laughs> our episode. Um, I'm going to tell you the points real quick. And it it was close. Uh, the tips section kind of closed the gap a little bit. Oh, yeah. But uh, coming out ahead is Imran Khan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so nice congratulations. Work. And uh, your prize is the satisfaction of a job well done. Um, <laughs> we may be overhauling the whole prize component because uh, <laughs> <laughs> sending stuff to people on Amazon has become uh, not a burden, on me, but uh, you know, a hassle, I guess I'll say. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, we'll figure out some other way to honor our winners in the future, but um, but uh, for now, just sort of, you know, you can put Channel F Champion in your Twitter bio. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome to the Hall um, of Champions, Imran. Yeah, your, your name will be entered. Just like when you beat the Elite Four, they put your name in there along with. <laughs> The names of no one else because, well, I guess what they put Gary's name in there too. Um, yeah, yeah, that was always a weird prize to me. Like, okay, great, who's gonna see this? <laughs> uh, 
Gary was here. Ash is a loser. We love Gary. He can do it. Yes, he can. <laughs> Truly. Uh, yeah. I had just enough uh, characters to put Channel of Champion in there. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's perfect. Um, well, that's great. And thank you out there for listening to our show. If you liked it, uh, please tell a friend or rate and review us on iTunes. If you want more tips, you can go to OSHA.help. And you'll find lots of <laughs> tips there, trust me. There's all kinds of crazy tips. Yeah. Uh, Michael was almost there with that last tip. That's true. He just said, oh, shit. Honestly. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh close. Damn. That was so close. I promise to do better next time. Uh, Pete, my Twitter for the twitlong, in which I apologize for not plugging OSHA.help, <laughs> a.k.a. Fanboys Guides. Thank you. Yes. If you need help with Elden Ring or the new Destiny expansion or anything, uh, not anything, but... You know, a video game, but is video game uh, anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Then uh head over there, oshit.help, and uh they'll sort you out. Uh the guides team, the guiding lights, they'll uh they'll sort you out. Uh you can follow us online at Fanbyte Media. Uh Danielle is at Danielle R I on Twitter, Emron yes. is at Emron Z O M G and Michael is at Michael P. Hyam. Our producer Jordan is at Jordan underscore Mallory. I am at Merit K. And until next time. Keep that dial tuned to Channel F. <laughs>